Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let's talk about the second year wide receiver class next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Dan Shiron. Over the years in fantasy football, we've talked a lot about the third year wide receiver breakouts, but it seems like over the last, let's say, decade or so, the timeline has shifted for wide receivers. The, the time it takes for them to get up to speed in the NFL doesn't seem to take as long as it used to. Maybe it's NFL offenses and college offenses are operating in a lot more similar ways than they used to. Whatever it is, it seems like we don't really have to wait for the third year for the breakouts. And, you know, last year we had, I believe, two rookie wide receivers, top 1,000 yards. It was Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. They're the clear top options among the second year wide receiver group. How do you have them ranked? Among the second year wide receiver group, I would probably start with Garrett Wilson first. I think he's going to have a special season there with the Jets. I love the potential for him to kind of develop that rapport, not at the same level, but similar to what Rodgers and Devontae Adams developed in the sense that when Rodgers trusts you, he goes with to the uh, he goes with you, goes to sorry, throws the football to you often. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, like on the vertical plane, that's something we didn't see from Garrett Wilson a lot in year one because of the quarterback play. I think there could be a lot of big vertical plays and big passing plays. So he's my clear one. I love him in fantasy there this year. Alave is my two. Um, I just think the quarterback plays slightly better for Olave versus Drake London. A lot of unrealized air yards last year that could come into play this year with Derek Carr, who was wildly and surprisingly more aggressive as a thrower last year than he mm-hmm. was at any point in his career. And then it would be Drake London next for me. Yeah, the big question for me with Olave in particular is just this has been the Saints have been a fairly low volume pass offense the past couple of years. But I wonder how much of that was just we didn't like our quarterbacks and we want to push the ball more. And that's why they went out and aggressively got Derek Carr before free agency even opened. They didn't even wait to see who else was going to be available. They went out and got him. So I do think they might throw the ball more. And obviously Michael Thomas could, you know, have a high target share, but Chris Olave is, I think going to be the big play guy in this offense. And I I think should be the number one wide receiver. Let's move on to a breakout group. And I originally thought about it as a trio, but then I started thinking about it and, you know, Jahan Dotson, I know Heath has him as a top 24 wide receiver. Sky Moore, I moved right up to the cusp of my top 30 in my most recent rankings update. So I'm going to throw five wide receivers at you for the second year. I want you to rank them and then tell me which two you prefer drafting the most. Drake London, Christian Watson, George Pickens, Jahan Dotson, and Sky Moore. Okay, so I am going to actually flip what I said before. I have Watson above London. I don't know why I said London mm-hmm. but earlier. I would go Watson. I would go London. And then we had Sky Moore. Who else? 
George Pickens and Jahan Dotson. I'm going to go Jahan Dotson three. I'm going to go Sky Moore four and George Pickens five. I'm drafting the most out of that group of Watson and London. I like the range they're going in. I think Sky Moore is a little bit overvalued at this point, although I do like him. I'm, I felt like last year's situation showed that that ball's just going to be spread around, and I just don't mm-hmm. see the ceiling potentially there. Though I think he could still beat his ADP. Um, the one I'm lowest on by far is George Pickens, who I think is still has a long way to go as a route runner. Has a Interesting skill set in the NFL. I just don't mm-hmm. think it meshes at all with his quarterback skill set. That's the problem there. Um, the only skill set on that roster that meshes with Pickett, Pickett is Deontay Johnson. He can get open quick, and all I think Pickett can really do is get the ball out fast and lay up type throws. So I, I'm down on Pickens this year. Yeah, that's one that, like, how much you want to put into training camp narratives could play into how you view George Pickens because I was just reading Mark Caboli of The Athletic wrote about how George Pickens' route tree has been expanded this year. Last year was mostly goes and and downfield stuff, but there's talk about him being used more in the middle of the field, and that could lead to more targets. And Kenny Pickett has gotten pretty good reviews out of camp so far. So if if you do think that offense is going to take a step forward and Pickens is going to be a part of a big part of that, there could be some value there. But I agree with you. I, I, issue- I have them ranked pretty similarly. I, I do have Sky Moore then dots and then pickens among that bottom three. I just wanted to say, Chris, I think the issue with that, and this is a larger point for fantasy analysis when it comes to training camp versus the real stuff we see on tape in the games. And as anyone who listens, to this knows that one of my things I like to do is watch the all 22 uh, mm-hmm. film. What happens in camp is not really predictive because they're going against their own team and there's no mm-hmm. pads most of the time and there's no designs and from a blitzing standpoint and from a post-snap safety rotation standpoint and if you look at Matt Canada's offense from last year the routes that George Pickens were running and you talk about how it was a small route tree wasn't running well out mm-hmm. that was similar for all the receivers across the board it's a very stale offensive system yeah. with in my opinion one of the worst offensive minds in the NFL running it and they just brought it back and ran it back so it's just like I'm going by the tape from 2022 over this whole idea that things are changing and training camp is the, you know, the harbinger of that. No, I I agree with that. I tend to be pretty skeptical of those kind of training camp uh, leaps that people try to make. So I'm I'm with you on that one. I do want to talk one more about some of the sleeper rear two wide receivers who among the guys that we haven't talked about. Do you like best? Yes, it's Alec Pierce for sure. I think we've seen throughout the preseason and training camp, and I just said don't go too much on training camp, so let's lean on the preseason that, you know, Pierce's skill set fits what Anthony Richardson wants to do more, and that's going to be those vertical shots, and Pierce was a good vertical player at Cincinnati with Desmond Ritter. He has good speed. He has good leaping ability. He has good body control in the air. So I really like Alec Pierce to be a sleeper candidate out of these year two receivers. And I'll throw Traylon Burks out there, who's recovering from a knee injury suffered in training camp, not clear if he's going to be ready for week one. I think that's fine. I'll take the discount on him because I do think that if you believe in the talent level, we've seen Ryan Tannehill be very, very efficient in this Tennessee offense. We saw him, you know, have both Corey Davis and A.J. Brown be fantasy relevant in the same season. So there is room for two wide receivers in this offense if Traylon Burks can be a high-level playmaker. I still like the potential there, and obviously he's got an opportunity when he comes back from that knee injury, so hopefully he'll take advantage. That's going to do it for FFT and 5. We'll see you tomorrow. You can now relive the best 
best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.